Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. In today's Gospel, Jesus is coming closer and closer to his impending death. Today we read from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 21. Now again, we have to appreciate the context in which this story is set in. Jesus has just entered Jerusalem, so he knows his death is waiting for him. It's only a matter of maybe a week or even a few days. And so he's teaching very unambiguously, very direct, very clear. He has to be. He knows he has only just a little more time left with his apostles, and he knows the apostles have to understand the faith, the mission, and what they must do to carry on Jesus' work and establishing the church that we know today. Now notice, Jesus addresses this parable, but he doesn't address it to the apostles. It's addressed to the Pharisees. Now notice how it begins. A landowner planted a vineyard. We'll stop right there. In just that one line, you see the whole biblical theology on display. God is the landowner. God has created everything, this world, the universe, and ourselves. Everything belongs to God. Now notice also that first phrase, a landowner planted a vineyard. That's so rich in symbolism. Now, for many of us, we've seen a vineyard firsthand or we've seen pictures of vineyards. They're beautiful pictures. Essentially, a vineyard is a place of life. What does this mean for us? Well, God created everything, this entire world, to be beautiful and to be a place of life. More to it, God creates out of a desire to share his life for us. He wants this whole world to be beautiful and life-giving for us all. Now, the story continues. He put a hedge around it, dug a wine press, and built a tower. These are all great symbols. A hedge. A hedge marks a defined place. Say you have a backyard and you have a garden. Well, you put a hedge around it. Well, now that place is where the garden is going to be. Well, in this case, the vineyard has a hedge around it. It's a defined place, a place of life. Where else do we see this? In Genesis, the story of creation, where the garden, the Garden of Eden, was a defined place for Adam and Eve, a defined place that gave them life and life in abundance. Now, he built a tower. Now, I'm sure many of us at some point in time have climbed a tower or many of you have entered into a skyscraper and looked out and we see for hundreds and hundreds of yards. Well, the symbolism here is that God sees all things and is concerned about all things in the world and the universe. Our God is not a God who is some distant character far off in the solar system. No, instead he is intimately involved in our world and in our lives. Now the wine press. Well, for a vineyard, it produces grapes. Well, the grapes are crushed 
and then contained and fermented, and after a while it becomes wine. Now, anyone who has ever drinking wine, especially a good wine, knows it lifts our spirits. Symbolically speaking, when we bring wine at the time of Mass to the altar, and it is consecrated into Jesus' blood, and we drink that blood at the Eucharist, we lift our souls to God. And so the hedge, the tower, the wine press are all necessary for that vineyard to be productive. All are expressive of what God intends for his creation. God gives us many different gifts in life so that we can be, you could say, spiritually productive. God gives us many gifts. The gift of our sheer health, the gift of life, the gift of our families, our career. These are all given to us so that we may have life and life in abundance. Thomas Aquinas once said, Everything that we have, our possessions, our property, even flesh, bone, and blood, even our thoughts are not ours, but they're on loan from God. Which means what? We cherish them as very special gifts, and we care for them greatly. Now the story continues. It says, He leased the land to tenants. Now this was a common practice in the ancient world. Landowners would lease 